0: Welcome back to the One By podcast. This week, we have a special guest replacing Thomas, seeing as he's running around Europe. We've spoken about... Oh, God, what have we spoken about? Could you do an Man off beer? Spoke about Kieran Linder's jelly legs. Um, we spoke about some triathlon fads. Uh, drinks at after parties where you kind of can't drink. And the beer mile. Yeah, it's been very alcohol-themed this week, so, uh, yeah, yeah stay that. hydrated out there. <laughs>
1: with the person that drinks probably the least amount of alcohol out of everyone <laughs> oh yeah i'm and, a total expert here that's
0: why they brought me on the podcast and,
2: and hooch yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> right i'm definitely getting
2: you a hooch at the next race for a at. all
0: <laughs> right enjoy the podcast don't have Tom this week he is swanning around Europe so he has picked uh, a replacement so we've got a new guest uh, he works for one of the world's most controversial triathlon brands Uh, he once finished fifth in a Chiltern League cross-country race I'm told he knows all the words to Barbie Girl uh, and came 38th in the 2014 Geneva ETU Triathlon Junior European Cup so with Such a stellar introduction, Kieran Lindes. How are we?
1: Thank you for that history lesson. (laughs) My my most memorable accolades.
2: Fifth place at Cross Country is nothing to be ashamed of there, Kieran. the Children
1: League's hard. The Children League is
2: three... There are only four runners. Oh, yeah, yeah.
1: I'm in my own category. (laughs) And I still come fifth.
0: (laughs) Well, uh, the... The first question we have to ask you on everyone's lips: How are the legs? Do you know what? It's actually been the best marketing campaign I could have ever asked for.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I should do more races, to be honest. Um, Yeah, I've got it's it's gone a bit viral, made the Dutch news. So (laughs) sweet. Yeah, uh, I hope that's not what I'm remembered for, but maybe it will uh, take away the thirty-eight foot. The uh, hopefully that will replace that. Uh, To be honest, I feel great. I mean, the the thing with when you get to that sort of state is you get put on all the medicine to recover. Yeah, yeah, so okay. I've, I've actually recovered pretty well. I think the more worrying thing at the moment is that I'm really struggling to remember things. Yeah. I keep, I keep putting things down and forgetting where they are or, or going up the stairs and thinking, Oh, you know, I've, I thought I left this here or why did I come up into this room? So other than that, I'm, I'm perfectly fine.
0: And are you going for any more tests or anything?
1: Um, well I got cleared off saying that I was all okay yeah. and my sugar levels and everything were fine it was literally that I just got too hot yeah and uh I think in some ways it was bad but it, it happened literally as I was coming into the finish so right. I was seen immediately it wasn't like it happened and then then I wasn't seen by staff but uh
2: have you found <laughs> or spoke to the guy who helped you across the line
1: ah okay so so here's here's the thing with the 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 finishing shoe and I've kind of left it alone and to be honest I was a little bit nervous even putting up a clip of the video but everyone kept messaging me and I was like I need to make a joke of this to show that I'm okay and um so the guy that I think there was two finishing shoes one for the normal race and one for the European race so they, they allowed him to come onto the wrong finishing shoe and he was just screaming at me to keep to get to the end to get to the end but I, I was trying to get my suit up at the same time because you know the, all the suit up rules, and stuff. so
2: <laughs> priorities,
0: yeah.
1: Trying to do up my suit, and as I was as I was coming into the finish, I'd got it pretty much eighty percent of the way up, but there was just that little bit. You know, you, sometimes you just don't want any doubt, especially if uh, how these referees sometimes are. So I was trying to get the last bit up, and he took that as I'd stopped. so he just like fell on. It didn't it made it look like a proper push. It wasn't a proper push, it more like a tap on the back from the <laughs> angle. It made it look like pushing it. And then because I was still trying to do up the suit, I was lying on the finish line as if I'd like passed out. And that's when everyone grabbed me. So I, I oh, had right, a big right, conversation yeah. with the referees and that afterwards that like I, I was trying to explain what was happening, but they said to me that because you had shown all the way along that you didn't want help you kept throwing people off you. We, we know that you weren't asking for it. And the fact that yeah. he intervened with you, it was more, it would be, he would be disqualified because yeah. he was clearly in the wrong place. And so, but yeah, it's one of those things. Um, I think most people are trying to help, but they yeah realize yeah, yeah. that by helping, they're actually making it worse. So it's just, I
0: guess it's just one of those things. <laughs> At what point did the lights go out?
1: So I, so I knew without couple of K to go that I was in a bad shape. Yeah. But it wasn't anything that I hadn't experienced before. And I went over for about a K to go. I started losing my feeling in my left leg. I just was kind of like, I just could not control it. It became more that I was just kind of landing on it. It was giving way. And I was thinking, right, this is bad, but it's just cramping. It's just whatever. Yeah. With 300 meters to go, I totally shut down. And I just right. couldn't stand up properly. I don't, I don't know why... It was being able to stand up. I think what happened was that my head had got so hot I couldn't balance properly. Yeah. And then the legs and everything just just went. And it was, it was a bit I mean, in all honesty, I can't remember all of it, but it was I knew that I was close to the finish. And and to be honest, that's where the medical help was anyway. So there was there was there's one woman who I think after the race is actually the head referee. And she grabbed me and said, Your race is over because she as a safety thing. (laughs) I <laughs> really pushed her out. I'm finishing this so they've got all that way. And I'm yeah. pretty sure I am pretty sure I actually pummeled a kid on the fence because I went to grab the <laughs> fence and they're all there for the high five.
0: Oh, <laughs> God.
1: I think we, we, the reason it looked so bad was that I knew I didn't have a lot of time and it was rushing. Yeah. If you just said to me, you had two minutes, just walk it in.
0: How far behind you was Milan?
1: In the end, he was a minute 20. Oh, but okay. before I totally had a meltdown, I had two minutes to him. Yeah. Got 40 seconds, isn't you not lost a lot of time there. So, and I think as well, he was quite content with third because he yeah, came okay. across the line happy that he'd got third. So I don't think he was at that point even considering catching me. So yeah, how close it would have been if he really put the things out, I don't know. But yeah, no, it was... Uh, I, I had about a minute to third and fourth the whole race and that's why it was so yeah touch and go toward the end and to misjudge it by 300 metres is... <laughs> <laughs> Like, like we said, the first 100 and the last 100
2: of are 300 boys. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, you mean Who would have thought the most, what, Not the most looked at, the most viral thing to happen last weekend with world champs on would be you throwing yourself across the finish line in Almere? <laughs> you really stole the limelight, didn't you? <laughs> I think
1: it's because everyone just it is so silly.
2: And uh, yeah. I
0: think... Um, it does look like you stumble across the centre line, though. So we're going to have to review, yeah, yeah, yeah. review the footage <laughs> not on lucky that. There's
1: not this imaginary middle line rubbish. <laughs> like, I can't even. I don't even know how you how you'd even police that. But uh, in terms of, I think some people looked at the clip and went, "Oh, it's inspirational," you know that. And then there's other people that are just saying or complete idiot, and you got the last trainer. For they they're just sending it to their friends, being like, ha-ha, that's what you looked at in last training <laughs> session. So you get the full
0: whammy. It is, I roll. have to say, it is fairly dramatic. Have you considered acting? <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, I, I loved a good uh, bit of drama. Um, I don't know, unfortunately, I don't think I have the books for acting, but, uh, you know, I've got a YouTube channel, so if you really want to see how, how good I am behind a camera, you can watch yeah. That rubbish.
2: Yeah. Sam, how you doing? What have you been up to? Um, I've just been awkwardly busy building bikes for athletes and what's, what's awkwardly busy? Uh I've not been able to watch much of the Vuelta. Okay. Um But I've been working. <laughs> but I've still been managing to ride my bike a bit. I almost so, did a full week's training last week. Wow. I risk of getting fit. Wow. How seven hours? I I hit 13. <laughs> a good ba- a good balance of fifty minutes of running, and uh, the rest of it on the bike. Solid. Well, I think yeah. when I saw you, we went out for a beer last week,
0: and you just come from a ride.
2: Yeah, yeah. When, yeah, when you saw me with the <laughs> with a broken arm, that you didn't have. <laughs> what maybe half an hour before?
0: <laughs> Mate, I've decided. So I've got. I go to see the fracture clinic tomorrow to find out. Um, like actually what is happening and i've decided it's not broken it's sprained so i'm going to tell the <laughs> medical professionals that after eight days in a cast i'm sick of it and it's only sprained now they don't know what they're talking about <laughs> i reckon you'll be fine how, how,
2: i reckon you'll be how,
0: fine how uh so it's just, so i fractured my scaphoid so that's like obviously a tiny little bone in the wrist and apparently it doesn't show up very well on an x-ray yeah uh, okay. so i did it at outlaw filming on sunday at the start of the the run Film the whole run. I was editing all night because I have like certain deliverables um, that yeah, need to be put out that day. And then the next morning I was like, okay, hey, it's still pretty sore. I'm going to have to go for a scan. Um, as in like, I didn't really want to do more damage. So then I went into minor injuries because we've got one just down the road here. And they gave me an x-ray, yada, yada. And they were like, yeah, it's not broken, but where this little splint... Um, You'll be fine. Just like, don't do anything too stupid. So obviously (laughs) when
2: the next day rode my bike for eight hours. Um, But bearing in mind, you rode your bike for eight hours for no reason.
0: Oh yeah. Well, so I was like, "What?" so I cycled back from Nottingham to Leeds. So I was like, what are you doing in Nottingham? And I was like, riding home. He's like, no, no, but what were you there for? I was like, well, I got in the, my girlfriend works in Nottingham two days a week. So she was driving to Nottingham. So I just jumped in the car on the way down, jumped out and cycled home. So yeah, there was absolutely no point to the long ride, other than I fancied it, and it was quite—I won't lie—it was quite sore, hurt quite a bit. The first twenty k was gravel, and uh, my wrist was pretty bad. So I got home, had some food, um or like was just kind of sat about doing a bit of work, and then like my phone rings, and it's like half nine, quarter to ten at night. I was like, this is a bit weird—a leads number. So I was like, well. If they need me, they'll leave me a voicemail. Like, no one really answers the phone at quarter to ten at night, do they? So anyway, voicemail says, so like, right, better listen to that. And they're like, hi, it's um it's the like doctor or whoever. We need you to call us pretty quickly about your arm. So I called him straight back and she was like, Oh yeah, it's been reviewed by a radiologist. You've got a broken wrist. You've got to come in tomorrow for a cast. I was like, is this a wind-up?
2: Like, <laughs> I'm yeah, the right. NHS are often doing that. Yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> 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 well, I'd even got the NHS text, as in, like the text from the NHS that she'd kind of sent a message or whatever that comes through to your phone that says you need to call us. So I was like, okay, it's actually broken. She's like, yeah, come in tomorrow. So I went in the day after, and they put me in this ridiculously sized cast that is my yes. whole arm. Well, for <laughs> sake,
1: it's pretty heavy duty,
0: isn't it? We're yeah, it, it looks like a. Yeah, oh, it's nuts. And then I was like, okay, how long am I in a cast for? They're like, Oh, we can't tell you that. I was like, What do you mean you can't you can't tell me? How long? <laughs> I, was that like, information. I was like, How long do I need to wear this thing? And they're like, Oh, you'll find out in a week or two. what do you mean I find out in a like, <laughs> what has what has happened? How serious is this break? Like, how long is the recovery? Blah, blah blah They're like, No, no, honestly, we just put the casts on, we can't we can't we just told you, you need a cast, so here you go. So I find out tomorrow, which is two weeks after I in theory broke my wrist and like nine days after I've had the cast on. So that's when I actually get any information. So yeah, me and Sam, I was called Sam, I was like, we're going for a beer. Yeah. <laughs> that's the best way to recover. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's all a bit stupid really. So yeah, like I say, I've decided it's only sprained and the medical professionals obviously don't know what they're talking about. So I'm gonna get gonna get my splint back and ride my bike again. It didn't end too bad.
1: I was going to say, after two weeks, it's kind of partially healing anyway, isn't it?
0: Yeah, I don't actually, I mean, I'm obviously not a medical professional, oh, so no, I wouldn't I, like to I, say, I however, to obviously, like, obviously, after two weeks, the initial pain has died down a lot, so I get a few aches here and there, but, you know, I'm getting old anyway, so that's just kind of part of it, isn't it? <laughs>
2: Hit achy wrists, happens to everyone. Yeah,
0: it's just annoying. So, I've been in Mallorca for the last like six days at a friend's wedding, and just get like it just gets so sweaty. And like three weeks in Kona is going to see me off. There's no way, there's no way I keep it on that long. I'll cut it off before then because it's only a half cast.
2: So, the back I can just scissor off. Did you make it to that wedding in Mallorca? Because the last I saw was a really funny picture of you stood by the side of the road.
0: (laughs) So, we get off the plane, obviously. I normally do all of the driving quite I drive in Europe quite a lot so it feels quite normal like I I don't have too many issues um being out there and my partner Vic she's like not nervous but like doesn't do it so it's a bit like panicked by the idea and I was like look you're gonna have to drive um I can't and we did consider like me trying to drive because the steering (laughs) was on the other side of the road other side of the car so I'd be able to change gear in my right hand I was like this is so stupid like at that point, we're not insured. Like, it's just not. We just can't do it. You're gonna have to just bite the bullet and drive in Europe. So we buy the we rent this car from oh, an undisclosed car rental company. <laughs> we, we won't say they were called, we won't say they were called Wiber, but other than that, they has remain undisclosed. <laughs> got this car, and I've rented it full to full. Like perfect service, pick it up, drive it away. A Citroen C4. So it's got one of them electric um dashboards, so not like a any of the normal dials it's all on like the screen rather than okay, like yeah. the old-fashioned dial so we're driving along and Vic's like the car's been a bit weird I'm like, "What do you mean all right it's probably just it's a brand new car like it's probably just you know you're not used to it etc it's like nice no, definitely being weird and we're like three minutes into the drive here I'm like just give it an extra few minutes so we make it onto literally take the slip road onto the motorway I'm like, are you all right? She's like, yeah, yeah, I'm fine. The car feels a bit dodgy though. I was like, okay, it's okay. Just get in the outside lane and put your foot down.
2: So- <laughs> yeah, that'll solve all your problems. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. So we go into the outside lane, make it up to 120, 130k an hour or whatever the speed limit is. And the car just stops working. And she's like, it's not working. I'm like, what do you mean it's not working? She's like, the accelerator has stopped working. I'm like, well, maybe start to move out of the outside lane. Then, you know, like let's kind of nudge it. Nudge it off the road, so she was like, moving moving across the Spanish motorway. She obviously like Mario Kart, anyway. So you kind of like trying to miss everyone onto the hard shoulder. The car was out of fuel. What? <laughs> so they've given us a car with literally four minutes of fuel in it, and because the because the fuel gauge was so empty, it looked full. What? As I, well, when you imagine a fuel gauge drawn, as in like as a single bar, there's no bars in it. And if you've never seen it before, you, there's no... Uh, like, I know what you mean. Yeah, no warning light, nothing. Um, and it looked like the fuel gauge was full, completely out of fuel. So we're on a Spanish... Bear in mind, we only really had 15 minutes spare time to make it to the wedding from landing, getting the car, etc. We were on time until that. We're on the Spanish motorway, hard shoulder for probably two hours. I reckon there must have been 300 cars that missed our car by less than 10 centimetres. And it was like properly on the hard shoulder. It was, we were obviously stood miles back like, yeah. no way. And then we had to put it on the back of a wagon and got towed the two minutes back. We may as well walked back to the rental car company, <laughs> went back to them and they were like, yeah, we'll change the car for you. We're like, nah, we'll just get a refund and we just got a taxi in the end. So just didn't, didn't hire a car. It was absolutely mental. How do you give someone a car full? We'd paid 91 quid for the fuel three minutes before. I was like, Well, we just paid you for the fuel, it doesn't have any. So then the guy was like looking into it. They're really good, they like did everything we asked for, and no questions asked. He was like, Well, when you left, the car was on 4,200 Ks, uh, and you've got back and it's on 6,900. I was like, Mate, I'm not a genius, (laughs) but I'm telling you. In yeah, the yeah, last yeah. two hours, we've not driven two and a half thousand k's on Majorca, <laughs> which is eight laps of the island.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah okay. Loops of a Mario Kart circuit. <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> right. It was daft. So then we missed the ceremony, got there, and just got annihilated. So. Sure. <laughs> Sounds like a blank. So I didn't start. I didn't start with a Jaeger bomb, though, Kieran.
1: <laughs> right. It's, I need to explain why I started with a Jaeger bomb. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so so what happened was is, is all of a sudden I've been invited to come to this awards thing. I didn't think I was a part of it, but top 10 were. And I also had to pack my bike that night because I had a really early flight back home because it was a bit of a weird place to get to. And uh, so I thought, well, I want a Red Bull to keep me awake so I could pack my bike box. And then if I don't get any sleep, I don't get any sleep. But then I also don't want to seem socially awkward. So I don't <laughs> Is I is I have a Jaeger bomb and to be honest, like I don't mind having a beer in that, but I always find like drinks with loads of bubbles just I just can't ever drink enough of it before I'm kind of tired of it. You know, I like three or four beers by the time I'm in that much, I'm like I'm really I, I get angry at the bubbles. I'm like, what is?
0: I'm, I'm just eat, I'm just drinking air at this point. Are you a finding it. Nemo character. <laughs>
2: I could well be. So, What's your yeah. thoughts on Aero chocolate? <laughs> yeah.
1: uh, well, well the, the thing with that though is—is is I'd done the Jaeger bomb, but what I had shaped it out properly, so I was kind of sipping it. You know, I can't handle my drink very well anyway. I don't drink a lot, so I was, I was kind of managing it. And then all of a sudden, it was like, right, you need to go up on stage and do your thing. So I downed it, but what I'd done is I drunk through all the top layer of Red Bull, and it was literally just Jaeger at the bottom. So I did, <laughs> the Jaeger, and then I got a bit loosey goosey from that. Right. So yeah, so no, so, so that was the, yeah. yeah, I think as well, another thing is I don't really know because I don't go out drinking a lot and I don't have a lot of friends. So <laughs> it's, just, it's, it's I don't go out drinking a lot. So when someone says, what drink do you want? I'm like, I'll have Tom or someone say some like fancy, you know, special lager from that particular region. And I'll just have to go for the basic uni student of like, oh yeah, uh, Blue Lagoon or, you know. Or- <laughs> What the yeah, lagoon? More, What's yeah. even a blue? What is a blue lagoon? Oh, it's a cocktail I think. <laughs> <laughs> it was a cocktail. Was, you, used to, you used to buy basically a bowl and it was just yeah, it was just
0: a. Are so yeah, drinking you, pictures you, you, of blue lagoon in like spoons or something?
1: Thing is, I'm trying to because I I don't I I I don't really like alcohol. Yeah, it's, it's a bit. I don't mind like if I'm going to drink properly, it's all <laughs> drinks that are masked quite heavily, like a strong coke. I don't say strong coke, but coke and vodka
2: stuff like that. But you love a hooch. T-
1: oh, mate, mate, that is my drink, <laughs> uh, and and I, I thought it was like quite a cool drink to be on. You know, like, like when I went, yeah. when I first went to university, the, the you know the girls would be like, "Oh, you like your hooch, now?" No, they were just take, secretly taking the piss out of me, but I just didn't realise. I thought it
0: was like a well. Mate, you need to drink. come and spend some time in Leeds. We'll bash that out of you. Yeah, well, well Tom, t- t- I had a hooch at the,
2: at the, the weekend. weekend. Yeah, I mean well, one. One, <laughs> and that's because Lucy didn't want it <laughs> no I, I was at a wedding I had it instead of a shot well, that, that was a funny thing oh, fair.
1: Was I, kept, I kept stealing Lucy's drinks and she kept getting really annoyed them she was like why are you drinking the the weak stuff and I was like because I am weak that's,
0: that's right well were that no, was like last week we went out for the beer and Lucy had this um, like berry cider oh yeah and she got she got halfway through it and she she turned to Sam and she said <laughs> Sam, what? How strong is this cider? And and Sam was like, "I don't know why, it feels feels pretty strong." She's like, (laughs) "Sam's like, you getting drunk?" She's like, "I'm a bit, a little bit wavy after this." And she's (laughs) had like half of it, so I'm thinking like, she found some like twelve percent cherry (laughs) cherry cider, like these rogue Belgian beers you get or whatever. I went up to bar, it's like three (laughs) and (laughs) a (laughs) half percent. She's just, yeah, just uh, going straight to her head. It was quite funny. Speaking of drinking, did we all see the beer mile in Nice?
2: Yeah. Have you seen the video of Will Clark running? No. Ridiculous. He is a gazelle. Yeah, he needs to stick to that, not marathons. There must be a world championship or something.
1: It, the people that raced.
2: Yeah, and then. That? Yeah, and then Clarky.
0: Obviously, Clarky didn't it. race.
1: I don't know how
0: they do it. Well, <laughs> I mean, did, okay, yeah. As my yeah, girlfriend they're... politely pointed out, Skipper's legs can't have been that big, can they?
1: I <laughs> <laughs> mean, I mean you watch my finish and then I, I think actually to be honest it's probably be a better technique than usual but like, I can't move the next day I don't know, I don't know how these athletes just wake up the next day and and, and then thinking right the, the, what I'm going to do now is run again
0: carbon shoes mate <laughs> carbon shoes yeah. yeah
1: carbon shoes
0: that's what have you watched The Breakfast with Bob's from Nice and that's what Patrick says he's like yeah just carbon shoes so I texted him I was like Patrick carbon shoes have not just run a th- a 2.33 off the bike for you, mate. Like, come on. Can can, can I have those carbon shoes, please? Yeah. (laughs) These new Adidas that are coming out, £500 a pair.
1: I always find with the carbon shoes, like, depending on which one you have. So the Nike, for example, your calves and your feet basically don't work, but then your quads are just absolutely destroyed. Or you can work out ones. But it's it's not like, yes, it's for like the Nikes I wore, for example, my calves feel fine the next day but my quads are so battered that there's no even thought of running. Send like quad rehab for the next few weeks.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, yeah.
1: Like, I understand the whole carbon plate
0: like, shoes. You go through it. the like many phases of Ironman recovery of like yeah. really achy, really hungry. And then you like, you know, really tired. And then it's like, oh, you try and do some intensity like two weeks later. And you're like, oh, no, nope, still got the Ironman in my legs. <laughs> yeah.
1: I think I think what's more scary is it's not even like they're just doing it as a joke. Some of them are actually absolutely full send that being yeah, yeah. Well,
0: uh, Clarky, I, I know Clarky raced, but
1: yeah, but but even still, like just just the, some of the people that have raced, you just think you're f- you're fully sending this. because I am rough. Yeah,
0: Clarky and Pete Dyson. Although I think Pete Dyson got beaten by Daniela the day before, so um, maybe should have also pushed a little bit harder. But
1: maybe they've just maybe they've just worked out their recovery protocol way better than me. But
0: yeah, <laughs> I, I could yeah. do it. I'd he be like, was go busy for a swim it was busy, the beer mile. There looked like yeah, it was really people busy. Out. Yeah, which makes it even more impressive that Clarkie's run a, a short 5.08, 5.09, because he it um, was having to overtake everyone. I think it lapped half of them, if not more.
2: Yeah, I'd I, I, I really like to do it. and We tried to organise them when we were at, at uni, but no university track would let us host a beer mile for some reason.
0: Okay, then, current, here we go, current triathletes, seeing as our fans are probably, apart from my mum's triathlete fans, <laughs> um, who's, who's setting world beer mile? Oof. Would Tiny. have every athlete? Tom. Uh, yeah, every every current triathlete. Short distance, long course, whoever you want. Because we all, like, the short distance lot can't drink. Mm,
2: who can drink? Well?
1: Tom can drink well. And I
0: mean, Tom class. can
2: drink, yeah. Ex-professional the- triathlete Elliot Smales, I think, would be incredible at it yeah Ben's. you're
1: ex-professional triathlete as well so you
2: should be <laughs> <laughs> Ask <Jack Kelly>. yeah. <laughs> I don't know how he came to that conclusion after spending an evening with me I was like what part of me makes you consider this as an ex- ex-professional athlete
0: we'll uh we'll have to put something on social media at some point of like describing our podcast like two professional triathletes out. <laughs> yeah I
1: was gonna say yeah when you actually finally announce who you are that's yeah. how you yeah. describe
2: but it was the same evening so obviously carl glass has been messaging you asking like who's who's on the podcast want to know who i'm listening to It was the same (laughs) evening that i met him so i wonder what his takeaway of what he thought i was
0: (laughs) (laughs) he knows he knows (laughs) you know that was that's
1: that's the funniest thing when you're like first kind of coming into these new you know like when i first went into like a pro race briefing or you know whenever you do something that's new and people don't quite know who you are but it's like quite a close-knit group i remember walking into uh i like briefings into people just being like are you lost <laughs> <laughs> like the age group things over there and I, I, I was just saying the first time that i met lucy was the <laughs> briefing and i went over to her and went um because uh, she just walked in and i said oh uh, you know a couple of the brits uh, sat down here and she went Oh okay. And then sat at the toe opposite side of the room. It's like the toe just barked me off. As if I was just like this creep it just walked in. It's just like I didn't know anyone. I was there on my own. I thought obviously like, heard I mean, about I just, you Well yeah, well. You know. So uh but yeah. I, I love it when when you get like coaches as well trying to sneak into the briefings.
0: Yeah. I've signed <laughs> yeah, a couple people. with a the camera. They get well twitchy.
1: well well, do you know what though in all honesty I think that's where the PTO and that are missing a trick because the pro briefings are the funniest thing that'll ever happen just like some of the some of the things that people query about certain rules and it's hilarious I remember so this whole can't cross the middle line at Roth we spent we must have been half an hour deciding what was the middle line especially (laughs) on the roads that don't have a middle line and at what point was it dangerous enough to discard that rule it was like so what if we have an age group in front of me can i overtake them if i go over the white line it's like yes because you're avoiding them well what yeah. if that age group is overtaking another age group, and i overtake them and then i have to take pro at the same time it's just like it's just like, know, like it's like the same Kieran, scenario you won't be just just any added, age group no 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 i was hanging on for dear life <laughs> you so had been in the race I, that day yeah yeah i did yeah i just um I, I, I just kind of found myself within a good pack and I was like alright I'll keep going with these guys then <laughs> <laughs> it was, there was one point where um, Skipper came past me to join the pack and he was like oh how many are up the road and I was like I don't know I don't even know how many are with me <laughs> I was like I'm not a point of reference I was just like um four
2: <laughs> just say it with confidence it's fine give them enough
1: incentive to start chasing
2: yeah. Was, no, you like, you know,
1: you know, if there's like one up the road you think oh, okay well I might as well just settle into this pack and then I'll outrun like, everyone and it'll be like, well, oh yeah no there's ten well,
0: but we were giving him splits on the run and uh, we'd obviously just finished the long ride so we'd had a few beers and like we're just messing about and I always round down for that reason yeah. to like give incentive our other mate is the opposite and he rounds up so that we don't <laughs> short change him and then of the third friend gave him the exact gap so between the three of us, in the space of about 400 meters, we gave him four minutes, four and a half minutes, and five minutes all
1: to <laughs> yeah. the front.
2: He was yeah. like, what?
1: <laughs> oh, I, I had that, I had that at Almir, because they would give me splits the guy first. And it was like, one minute, minute. someone said to me, oh, he's 40 seconds up the road, and I run for 20 seconds, he's like, oh, he's a minute 20. I was like, wait, wait whoa, 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 how have I lost 40 <laughs> seconds within the space of 20? Like, did I just stop? here's an interesting thing for you it's like so we're talking about when you give, give you're trying to give encouragement to people and all of that and um, I had some people saying that like our oh, second place was really close and you know when someone says something out of encouragement and like I had someone say to me oh come on Kieran you've got to dig deep you've got to dig deep and I was thinking I got so round up by it. I was like, I am digging deep. Do you think I'm not? <laughs> <laughs> you I've got more to give?
0: <laughs> my favourite example of this is when you start a marathon and people say, keep going. Yeah. Like, yeah. What do you think I'm going to do in the first yeah. 3K? Like, nah, boys, yeah. not today. Especially if you've just ridden 180K or whatever. You're like, oh, yeah, just sort of get off the bike. Nah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> or or you've, done, you've done a real clear, like, recce. And it's not like you're like a you know a 13 year old or whatever in that division you're like adult division in, in a cross country race and you've done the recce you know the course it's even a lapped course even a lapped yeah. course it's on the third lap and someone goes you're nearly there and I'm like, no I'm not <laughs> 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 I go, yeah, I've yeah, got yeah. exactly 3k to go yeah. <laughs>
2: there's
1: no nearly there about it
0: yeah. <laughs> some of the I know what you mean though They mean well but some of the encouragement is like like, you can catch him. Like, well, what does that mean? Like, is the gap actually 20 seconds, or are you just saying that because you think I might at some point catch yeah. someone? <laughs> I did voice. it
2: in, in America for Tom for Miami when Jason West was catching. I was just riding on a board, No one's catching you, you're running really quick. And he went, What about Jason? I went, Not really looked at Jason, to be honest. So I had a look <laughs> on the track, I was like, Oh, yeah. Jason's moving pretty fucking quickly. I was like, Tom, you, and the next sign I was like, you're in a running race. He's definitely going to catch you. And he was like, yeah, I know.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's actually mental, isn't it?
1: I had on the, um, the, the speaker, it's like, oh, here, here comes Kieran, mm-hmm. but third and fourth are behind him, and they're looking really strong. This race is on. They look like they're going to catch him. Oh, I was so wound up. I was like, right, oh, how bad do I look? You know, <laughs> yeah. Like, I've held this gap Well, forever. we've seen
0: the video, Kieran. Oh, yeah, right. we know how bad he looked. So.
1: Okay, well, yeah, 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 yeah. But there was a point where, like, um, they'd, they'd caught quite quickly, uh, and it's just, he it just was winding me up with like because there was context behind it it was like oh i, I you know i dropped to jail or you know yeah, i went for an aid yeah, yeah. station particularly slow to pick up something and they're like oh he's lost so much time they're, catching. <laughs> they're not catching i made a tactical decision to pick up some more water
0: <laughs> so, uh, a few years ago maybe it was last season i was watching an outlaw with Clarkey, and he's obviously got like you know the riot club's quite big now so he must have had like eight athletes seven athletes racing And it just says the same thing to all of them. He's like, you're looking super strong. Keep pushing. Like, the goal's really close now. And I'm like, is the goal really close? I don't know. (laughs) I don't know how their race is going. I'm just encouraging them. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Cool. Okay, then. So speaking of race supporting, we actually had a message on our Instagram. Kieran, you might be able to help us a bit with this. And it was someone that saw Tom racing I wanted to shout something podcast relevant to him. A bit like the junkyard dog. But yeah. Didn't know what to say. How do we solve that? Oh,
2: that's good that
1: I think I think the, the easiest one, but then that's not to podcast, is just saying like go on bish.
2: Yeah, no, we need we need, need to to, him, we need Tom to know that people are listening. I don't know. We've
0: got to tell him to make his mums proud. <laughs> yeah. for the podcast do it,
2: do it for your mom
0: because <laughs> <laughs> no, the mums will listen yeah.
1: i think i think potentially the the, the only thing that i can think of is he made some big claims about like how, having to go one by and having to so if there's anyone up in front be, in, with a two by just be like mate there's a two
0: by right up that the is road true.
1: <laughs> come on man
0: like, that is true I, tell I us how you got to tell him how easy it would have been if he was riding a two-by.
1: Yeah, how easy would it have been on a five-meter elevation course to have a forty-tooth cassette?
0: That's what he rides. Have you seen his cassette? ring. His one-by is only a thirty-nine. You know.
1: Yeah. Well. Yeah. He just lies. He just says, "Oh, yeah, it's a it's a seventy-tooth." Yeah, seventy-tooth, and, and do you know what? I didn't to say I not even I don't even need the full. 12 gears. I'm just gonna have just the 10th tooth at the back <laughs> and just ride that. And you know, how about Indy
0: Lee when she won the championship? Do you hear about that? Yeah, yeah, I, to, yeah cool. got into transition and a um, reputable bike shifting company that isn't Shimano <laughs> wasn't working. Uh, and she had to do the whole race on a fixed gear.
1: Thing is, though, it worked. I
0: oh, mean, she smashed it out of the park.
2: Yeah.
1: Do, do, you ever, do you ever find like Sometimes you have the best performances when things go totally wrong,
2: and you uh, always yeah, think, I've, yeah.
1: "I've got to, I've got to now replicate that situation." <laughs>
2: yeah. This is what, so like, like Lucy with down. a hip,
1: yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: hip niggle didn't run into America. I was like, "Well, you ride like you're not running," and now she's ridden that fast. It's like, cool, now that's your standard. So when yeah. you are running, that's how fa- hard you've got to ride. Yeah, and we and also, also know like, oh, that you can run off a of bit as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but I, I don't I think, think she'd that. have taken that risk if she wasn't injured.
1: Nah. No, I think that's it, I think that's the big thing as well. Is like when when sometimes when you you have that decision of like, ah, oh, you know that part's already gone to bad, so I might as well just try and see things. I think it's, it's the it's the ability. It's so difficult. Uh, me me knowing it's so difficult to pace these long events that, that, that it can, can you it? really it really yeah. really takes a lot of um, a lot of confidence to be like, oh, okay, I'm going to do it. And because you only get a few races each year it's not like you can just go one of them and go on and try something new because yeah, usually yeah. that's the qualifier to the big race and then you're at the big race so it's not like there's many opportunities to just send it
0: on a particular part i'm afraid you're um you were just lost a listener because my partner with a passion hates the phrase send it <laughs> it is fully cancelled because she's not a traffic. She's like, Why do people always say send it or like we go again? Or like,
1: you know, well, you know full you just send, send it, haven't you? Full send, yeah, full send. <laughs> I don't know, where does that originate from? Is that is it skateboarding? So, I, I think
0: it's come from work emails. Just send it, <laughs> just send it. Yeah. yeah, the office slogan, just yeah. send yes. it. <laughs> Yeah, it must be like some ski, skateboard, extreme sports, full send, jobby.
1: Yeah, I mean, I would say do it for the vine, but I feel like that's too niche now.
2: <laughs> that was a golden era, that. Yeah, that was, yeah, yeah. yeah. Pre-TikTok. Yeah. Green,
0: so green logo.
2: <laughs> yeah, fantastic. Yeah, 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 yeah. Lost six, hours of my the, life to that. It was the first TikTok, list. right?
0: As in, like, it was basically TikTok before its time. Yeah. Yeah
1: it, was, yeah, it was the TikTok, and then I, I can't remember what happened if they went bankrupt or I, it might have even been um, uh, fighting over like the rights of certain things using yeah. songs and things. And then TikTok then was, was basically just that. But it was the, it was the start of shorts and reels and whatever yeah. equivalent there is now.
0: You you work in social media, right, Kieran? Yeah, boy. Yeah. <laughs> do, you yeah. Not, do you not know? I'm a social do, media yeah. expert. So tell <laughs> us about tell us about. Uh, we, we're going to have to be careful what you say here, and we're going to have to go to town on you. Uh, tell us about Zen8.
1: Yeah, so so I work for Zen8, and I've been a part of Zen8 for a long, a long time now. So I've been basically from since it was, since we brought the product to market. I was also involved with um, a lot of the research and development, and uh, yeah, the the concept. So to give a bit of the story, because I don't think people realise is. The CEO, he used to live in the Alps, so yep. he couldn't ever get to a pool. So he designed a system that, where you could essentially train without a pool or at least keep your swim fitness. Now, people started asking about it, so he developed it and then released the product to market. Now, Was anything, this pre
0: or post? Because obviously it became very popular. I was going to say it became very this, popular and very controversial so, through COVID.
1: So the problem with, we kind of released it at the perfect time and the worst time. So when it was actually ready to go, was COVID. So it became a COVID product and actually the COVID product element of it was actually really hard to shift. So we actually had initial good business and then everyone thought it was a gimmick and that. And um, one of the problems we, we got into was, uh, this product is to help supplement your swimming. So if you can go to the pool once or twice, then this is your third session or whatever. Yep. Or maybe you do a long ride and you miss your swim. So that's what it was always. It's to complement your swimming. And for some people who have bad technique or they don't do any strength work, it's, it's another stimulus to, to have a good... The problem with this world that we work within is I kind of feel like it doesn't matter what you do, even if it's the next best thing or you know something that is a gimmick, you just get so much headache. Like I had, I had someone message me. I've had thousands of coaches message me about, you know, how wrong I am. And I had one person. This um, show you the dark side of social media because I, I had one person message me, and it was a video of me swimming. And someone said, "Oh, you know, how can this person?" It was a comparison sh- video of like swimming at 140, 130, 120, 110 pace. A bit like the treadmill things. It was just a trendy thing to do. And I put other footage of me swimming 110. Now, mind you, I'm in an endless pool with a wetsuit on. So, 110 is really more like 115, 120 anyway. And for most triathletes, that's not really a problem. And I had this person comment me, like, oh, there's no way this person swims this fast. What a liar, what a fake. <laughs> so angry because I was like, you can actually watch videos of me holding that pace. Like, it's not, you can go online, type in my name, and you'll find stuff of me swimming like at that pace. I got really angry. So I look, went on their profile, and I saw a picture of their son swimming. And like, I've come through competitive swimming. So I know, like, what's a good time in that. And she put up a video of her son, like, swimming, like, a time, and, like, oh, he's done really well at count, and, like, whatever the equivalent was. And uh, I just remember, I, just remember I, was about, I even wrote it up, I was about to say, oh, 115 for 100 metres at this age, that's not a very good time. Like, you know, I just real get, like, real... Make like, it no, like, personal. So yeah, <laughs> properly nibbled. And, and do you know what? And I, I know we, we we bash James Teagle quite a lot. Well, I say we, you guys have on this podcast. Is James had an infamous clip where he went the wrong way in a triathlon, and yeah, I that. Gave him oh. the what? Win.
2: who's the celebrity that shared it? I don't. Uh,
1: oh, I think Will Smith shared
2: it. Will Smith, that it's was Will it. Smith. Yeah. Well, the...
1: <laughs> well, well, anyway, so so he he messaged me. Because after that clip went viral, he had so much people, he even had death threats. People saying, oh, you don't deserve that win, that guy's from heaven, you're the devil. Like, like really bizarre stuff. And he messaged me and was like, I've just seen, like, some of the comments that you've been getting. Like, I had the exact same thing. Just don't, just don't, like, you know, crack to it. So luckily, I didn't ever, like, get that annoyed by it all. But, uh, but yeah, that's 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 who I work for, and I know a lot of people have their opinions, but um, yeah, we've, we've, we're we doing really well, we're, we're, yeah, we're building uh, quite a strong...
0: Because uh, like base. you say, in lockdown, it did, the, the, this is why I call it controversial, it completely split opinion. Some yeah. people are like, this is a great idea, we can swim without swimming, and some people are like, look at you lot swinging your arms around on the floor.
2: Yeah. Or you could go the complete opposite way to what I did, and... The Retirement. Because of lockdown I never got back in the pool ever again <laughs> <laughs> I saw people swinging their arms around I went Whoa, what a waste of time I saw people going to the river I'm like what a waste of time I'm just not going to do any
1: Yeah I, I think, I think that, that It's always interesting Because I always have used paddles Or some sort of resistant band to warm up Before I get in the pool before events It's like it's never It's not that I always thought like That's not too You know that's what everyone let's, does everyone Let's
0: has add done. some context to this What time in on average would you swim for an Ironman? So so
1: I usually swim about 46 47 minutes cool. usually That'll around at, at the high end. Yeah. <laughs> I, I haven't I haven't so it's done
0: that like I'm just pointing out oh, it's yeah, not yeah, that yeah, you yeah, can't yeah. swim. You're not like no, 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 second back no, third pack off the back swimmer.
1: No no no, I'm like look, look I'm not the best swimmer, but you yeah. know I'm, I'm a pretty good swimmer and um, and yeah so and I've always come up through swimming and you know we always had to have a warm up Protocol because you wouldn't have a warm-up pool unless you're yeah, at Nationals yeah. or whatever. So we used to warm up like that. And then... But, and I always thought it's a... Oh, uh, sorry, lads. Can you hear that in the background?
0: Not not massively, you're all right. Okay, okay. What no, is I'll it?
1: It's, it's, it's my coffee machine going through some sort of stupid cleaning process. <laughs> Can you hear that again. My Quarter goodness. to six Just at the, night. Squared the life out of me. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, so I always thought, like... So I will always warm up that way and I always thought, why is that... It, you know, it was a, we always used to do it for drills and stuff. And I always thought, why was it such a big stretch of imagination? And then you'll have someone comment, like, oh, that's a really bad way to warm up. And then I'll see them go for a run. I'll be like, well, how's that warming you up for swimming? You know, you know, heat. Or,
0: or do you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to do a couple was of actions. So, snaps. what you're saying is, it was Christian Blumenfeld.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate
0: he trolls you all the time <laughs>
1: don't get me wrong he is an, a phenomenal athlete but he was scary in singapore
0: is that why you drank a red bull at an after party because you wanted to be like christian
1: <laughs> yeah yeah i did i thought i thought i need to be as hype now nah, i remember you guys saying about milwaukee but in, in singapore we were held in this like quite closed pen and also because of the heat we wanted to be in the shade and there was only one area by the swim and he was like really chatty really giggly and all of a sudden just switched and then was just like walking around the tent just going oh, oh, oh. and like again don't get me wrong he had class athlete but my goodness he scared the life out of me it was like he in, in, in with a gorilla or something I was like oh my goodness I, I just sat sat. 3, I just foot, sat, four, I three just, foot 4 gorilla yeah to, Tom got really scared so I had to hold his hand <laughs> his head, telling him that everything was alright he was calling out for Sean. For he was like where's it, Sean? I was like, I'm he here for you not worry he just worry. wanted
0: to hold your hand
1: wow I mean he, he, he tries so hard to pretend that we're not in love.
0: <laughs> so, so, Tom obviously can't listen to podcasts that he's on. So, I wonder if he'll actually listen to this episode. I don't, I
2: don't think he, he will.
1: He might. Well, he said to, he gave me specific instructions to, to take the mick out of him. So, I feel <laughs> like I'm going for a lot of effort for him.
0: <laughs> yeah. he, sent us, he sent us a message saying that like, we can do a new, um, a new segment. It can be Rinse Tom Week. <laughs>
1: I think, I'd, well, but then he's not on this podcast, is he? So he, he should what, be okay to listen to this one.
0: What do you mean? Like, well, he's, he's a host. <laughs> Have you listened before? No,
1: no, no, no. no, no. no, no, no but you he's know the three of
0: us, right? No, he's not on this one. Well, that's what I just said. Oh, okay. Sorry, I wasn't listening. <laughs> you under, Kieran, the, the... Kieran, do you know what's going on here? yeah people is, people are listening to this so especially this our either, mums
1: this is either the jaeger bombs not hitting me anymore or because i've got my memory lost still from challenge i <laughs> uh, so you know i, I feel like it's well,
2: either way is a good
0: story
1: point. yeah ex- exactly yeah
0: so you sent us on instagram is there a wrong way to wear a crop
1: yeah i did yeah this isn't for this this podcast but i just thought it'd okay. be funny. Because Tom there. loves his crocs He's ne- you know,
0: What's all takes, the, He takes the
1: biggest mick out of my shoes Because I, I, I'll turn up to like a race And i had have the weight limit So I'll just wear some training shoes And he'll be like Oh you can't wear your, your trainer's shoes to a night out Because he Kermit the, the Frog, frog. Yeah. And he'll, he'll, walk, he'll walk around the whole event wearing crocs and socks I'm thinking how's that any better?
0: Oh. Kieran, have you listened to the first nine episodes And genuinely believe we're recording with Kermit the Frog? Oh, yeah, I do <laughs> I listen,
1: I mean, I've listened to this, I listen to this podcast religiously.
0: <laughs> we have spoken about you more than any other person, so it is quite funny that you are now on for the 10th episode. I'm the first
1: we, official guest, aren't I?
0: You are, yeah. yeah. We're still waiting for Freddie Funk, but Tom's not actually friends with him. So <laughs> <I don't laughs> Tom, just, Tom just pretends he's friends with him, but it, Freddie actually said I'm not coming on that shitty podcast.
1: I, I don't know if I count as, as a budget Tom Bish, or, or the first guest, to be honest, because he said I'm not going to be there, so you can try and be me. And I basically do that anyway. Like I, I, I strut round in hoob gear and what, say I've got, I've leached off of all of his sponsors, so you know yeah. I'm kind of a budget level Tom. I thought
0: it was weird when you were also taking Sean for dinner.
1: Well, you know, what, what can I say? Well, actually, to be honest, it was quite awkward because you know I was expecting a romantic night out with Tom, and he says, "Oh, Sean's here." So, oh, okay. Well, what are we going
2: to do about her? Is she on a separate table? Yeah, yeah, yeah
1: that's, that's what I requested, but, uh,
0: you know. I've got some, uh, so I was uh, obviously in Mallorca this weekend, and a few of my friends live there. So I was catching up with them. It's really nice to see them. And they're like, mate, we tried listening to your podcast, uh, but we don't know who's who, and we can't understand what you're saying.
1: That's just because
0: you're Northern. <laughs> like What? Yeah, and they're not even actually Spanish, just to be clear. They're like... British people that have moved to Mallorca like what is going on here
2: do they now speak with a Spanish accent you know like when you see <laughs> Pickcock doing an interview and he's like eh today the uh, the hill was hard you do you know, not I find do... it's, like, it's like the Yates
0: brothers they all speak in a really weird way now yeah. they all spent so much time with each other and the foreigners it's like you're from Berry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah
2: yeah all right, lads yeah have you, uh, have you been watching the World Vuelta well that's i put that as a topic for today. So, it's, yeah. He's literally just finished probably the last mountain stage. Yeah. Uh, have you seen it, or do you mind if I spoil it? I don't it? mind if you spoil it. I don't mind it. I've not seen it, but I don't mind if you spoil it. Oh, it's boring. How was yeah. it? <laughs> you know all the controversy yesterday of yeah, yeah, yeah. Rodlich and uh, Vinegar dropping uh, Sepp Kuss? Yeah. And then... They are like, oh, were, it's the race, you know, You've got to, we've got to race each other, I want to win, and all that rubbish. And then final climb today, and they just tootle up it together. Is and it's that, all...
0: do we think, because they've been absolutely annihilated
2: in the public eye? Yeah, but they've already been annihilated, so I like, commit to being that character. Yeah, yeah fair. I, I, I wanted to see a wicked race between three on the same team. Yeah, yeah. I think, I think the a issue like is... When, is Sorry, go you go. No, no, go on, go on, go
1: on. I was going to say, I think the issue is is that you know, all of these guys have got egos to win, and
0: Vingegaard um, hasn't won the Veltazi, has he? And I'm sure no. that he
1: wants to win all three.
0: I think the saddest thing is that Sebkus doesn't. Yeah. What do you mean? I was like, well, he's a domestique, so I don't think he's got the ego to win. Like, he's come out of line and said, like, I don't really care. Yeah, I don't know if that's public facing. I know he'd like to win, I'm sure, but you know he gets paid just as much whether he wins or not.
2: Well, that's and it. And like, then people are like, oh well, they owe it to him, and it's like, well, if they're better than him, they don't.
1: Here's a question though: yeah. which Would you, in his position, would you be more annoyed at them giving you the win, or whether or not they actually make oh, yeah, exactly. the win? Because I think, like, I think if I won, knowing full well that the others could have just left me for dead, do you really take that as you winning?
2: I reckon if I won the Vuelta because someone else rode a little bit easier I would still probably die at the after party <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah I
2: mean it's all relatively easy. you're still, you're still at, that, at that stage all your
0: dreams have come true and it's just by chance because you're on their team rather than against them Yeah. Like, and then you think like all the times he's sacrificed his race and I suppose he could argue that you would never know nine times out of ten they probably do do him but he would love to win the Vuelta
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. And I think as, I think as well, like if you, if you put him as the team lead and you had Roglic and Vindegaard doing all the, the work, they, they could potentially be like, what set was it all the other races where he might not have that final kick, but that's because he's done the work all
0: day. Yeah. So it, but it's a bit it, like um, Froomey and Wiggins. Oh, yeah, yeah, you yeah. You know, Froomey yeah. could have won that year and had an, a sixth tour now. Is he on one five? So like yeah. he, he would have had a sixth tour that season, but didn't but you wouldn't obviously it's cause it's Bradley Wiggins but like you're not going to find Wigo being like yeah i didn't actually win for me was better
1: <laughs> yeah it's 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 a tough one because i think if i was his teammate i would i would want him to win because he's done so much for me
0: yeah especially when it, in the grand scheme of things it doesn't make a huge amount of difference
1: yeah i guess once you've once you've already won multiple grand tours and particularly the tour de france i kind of feel like you're gonna probably win one in the future anyway. Yeah. And that doesn't, and that, and that's not taken. I'm not taken away from, from anything. But I kind of feel like you've had a really good season. And if he's, if he's there because he is, and he's not in an optimised time trial position, and he did really well in yeah, the time yeah. trial, it's kind of like, I feel like, for just a cohesion group point of view, yeah. there'd probably be a stronger team if it did. It's, it's a really difficult one. I, I don't feel um, envious of the sports directors. I don't no. know how you control Also,
0: that. we're just massive fans from when he stood on the podium on stage one and just saw off the bottle of champagne. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, I yeah. know, yeah.
0: It's just, like, I was not expecting to be in that position, so just downed it. And now that clip, if he actually wins the World having downed the champagne on day whatever, he is going to be a, an absolute legend. Not that he's not already, but...
1: Yeah, that will justified to so many athletes that they can get away with drinking. <laughs>
0: yeah mate you, that, that's your move at the next party yeah just champagne see, see
2: balls the Prosecco, well, well, just, yeah. just, just
1: come out of the swim and I have like a, a bottle in my on my bike that's just champagne or something <laughs> just early day celebration yeah.
2: Yeah. I had a good swim I'm celebrated yeah exactly yeah.
1: yeah I didn't expect to didn't expect to make the swim I'm quite happy everything <laughs> else is just a bonus
0: yeah, expect to make it round we can't make jokes like that
1: yeah I don't, I don't think that would sit well with me no, no me I'd probably lose all my hydration bottles anyways fly off everywhere
0: <laughs> you weren't like the bubbles you got fear of bubbles oh yeah maybe you right maybe your rear bottle should be beer, so you just ride faster <laughs>
1: <laughs> And no, I reckon that should be my my hydration thing I have a bottle of beer in there and then also if I crash I punish myself it's like because it really <laughs> <laughs> that's that's something I can admit it's a what, what's to a again. punishment
2: oh a bottle of beer if I have to <laughs>
0: Yes, I'm thinking, <laughs> I could get on board with this race. Yeah, I might do a triathlon again. <laughs> it's like the Iron Man version of the beer mile, every 40k you've got it.
1: To... Oh, could you imagine? Yeah, that's, that's another sh- stupid challenge that you boys could add to your list of like, oh, 10,000 calories, 10,000 10, know, 10, eating and, and burning. burning. And, uh, whatever, the 100 beers and 100 miles. Well,
0: Dave and that Bishop was on about, obviously Tom's brother, was on about doing yeah. a hungover Ironman. Where you have, like, a minimum buy-in of 10 pints a day before.
1: <laughs> a minimum buy-in. <laughs> yeah.
2: Do you reckon you could fuel an Ironman off beer? It's a lot of calories. Dehydration a of calories. get you surely. What? Wow, yeah. How long do you reckon you'd last?
1: If you could have water, though. No, no. Just, just beer.
2: Gary, <laughs> do beer. you listen? <laughs> <laughs> That's all, like, if you had all those Guinnesses that you had the other all way. have allowed- a lot of calories. Calories. Uh, Cal- <laughs> Calgary's, Cal- yeah. Gagliari's, <laughs> yeah. I,
0: I Great place. We'll do it there. <laughs> you'd
1: get dehydrated. I, I can't imagine you. Oh, you love like, bar snacks. I love
0: pork scratchings because then I could do
2: it. <laughs> yeah, because oh, yeah. they'd make you a they'd...
1: bar, a bar, a bar uh, Iron Man.
2: <laughs> Just what you'd want halfway through the bike. Back of <laughs> Mr. Porky's. <laughs> Other brands are available. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know uh, it's one maybe that uh, who reckons they can and who reckons they can't we'll see what the see what the fans say
2: I reckon Tom would be a believer that he could we'll get it on the list to talk to Tom about next week yeah, um, yeah. yeah that's and the only I,
1: question you ask him and then just end the podcast do you think you could just <laughs> let him go off on one
0: and just to be clear we're saying actual beer not bloody alcohol free or, no, no. or anything
2: like that no no it has to have I like you
1: you get sponsored by Erd- Erdinger or whatever it's
0: called <laughs>
2: We'd have to learn how to say yeah, it. Yeah, good to say. <laughs> we also need to find.
1: <laughs> sorry, sorry. Well, I mean, whatever, whatever. We also need to
0: find three new hosts. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, it has to have like a minimum alcohol content of like three percent.
0: Well, this is why Freddy Funk's not come on because not only does he not like Tom, uh, Erding... <laughs> Erdinger won't let him. He <laughs> really? just talk about actual beer. Not oh, okay, really. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah, we'll find some new hosts It could be Tom Davis, Freddie Funk, and someone (laughs) else.
2: Tom Davis is too busy racing.
0: That is true, yeah. Well, at least we get a race recap every week. Yeah. (laughs) Right. On on that note, Kieran, it's been a pleasure. Thank you for
2: being our first guest yeah it's been big crocks to fill, but you've done it <laughs> yeah
0: yeah <too laughs> right. no, th- thanks for how me. long have you had that one written down for <laughs> oh mate I've been waiting
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, uh, yeah no thanks for having me I've, I've, as I said everyone's friends of everyone here and uh, I listen to it regularly so and uh, yeah shout out to my mum cause she's, she'll be listening to this uh, there he <laughs> is right, yeah.
0: right thank you very much